0: Have you truly been born again of the Holy Spirit? Is the Holy Spirit of God really ministering to you? Why? Because when you're really truly born again of the Holy Spirit, you can get away with sin. The Holy Spirit convicts of sin. And you have to make a choice either to repent or follow up in sin and then pay the consequences. That's according to the Word of God.
1: Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. In this New Year's season of resetting goals and priorities, we're continuing our focus on putting Christ first. It's good to have you with us as Raul explores what Jesus himself taught about true discipleship. We hope you'll stay with us to see that when you set aside your own agenda to humbly live for Christ, he'll fill you with his power and grace, equipping you to bless others in his name. Today's lesson is titled, The Cost of Discipleship. Here's Raul Reese.
0: Listen to the words of Jesus from his own lips, what he says in Luke, chapter 14, beginning at verse 25. He says, Now a great multitude went with Jesus, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father, his mother, his wife, his children, His brothers, his sisters, yes, and even his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and comes after me cannot be my disciple. Now those are the words of Jesus. Those are not my words. I'm not making it up. And there he is very strict in what he's saying concerning if you really truly want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Number one, you have to deny your family. Why? The word that he uses here to hate is that you put Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. It means to love less. If your husband is number one, your wife's number one, your children, your grandchildren, or your friends, or your family then Christ cannot be your Lord totally and fully. You cannot be a disciple of Christ. So you're either a disciple of Christ or you're not a disciple of Jesus Christ according to his word. And yet this scriptures, this is an area that the actual church is really missing in the world today. To really proclaim and teach the word of God. There is a price that has to be paid. For becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ. Not just anybody can become a disciple. There are too many people today calling themselves disciples. But they're not disciples of Jesus Christ. They're compromisers. So Paul describes the natural man, the carnal man, the spiritual man. The carnal man is the one that doesn't grow up. All they do is suck on milk. And Paul talks about it in the book of Hebrews chapter 6. In Romans chapter 7, at the end, they're the ones that are divided. They want to be in the world, they want to be with Christ, but they never develop and grow and mature in Jesus Christ. And the natural man is the one that doesn't know God at all. So for me, it's important to understand that a true disciple of Jesus Christ is fully committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. God is first in my life. Which means that a disciple of Jesus Christ obeys every command. He counts the cost. He does not make excuses. And notice what he says. And he follows with all of his heart and all of his might the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is turning to a multitude of people. And when Jesus begins to deal with the multitudes of people, by the end of his ministry, there's only 12 that are following him, and once a betrayer, Judas, and he leaves, and then he sells him out, and eventually he commits suicide, and he goes to hell. But the other 11, they paid with their very own lives, except for John the Beloved. He's the only one that never died of a horrible death in martyrdom, but he died of natural causes when he was old. He's the only one. So it's really important that as a pastor, teacher, and you, as God's students of God's word, that we understand the word of God. This is God's holy word. He made it very clear that when it comes to personal discipleship, listen carefully, he is more interested, notice, in quality than quantity. Write that down. Quality than quantity. Quantity. He was not into numbers. He was into people really fully committed and following him. That's important. There are too many people that are in too many churches that are interested in numbers. So the pastor, teacher, or evangelist won't take the truth of God because he's afraid to offend people. Because people will get up and leave the church. That's man's fear, not God's fear. I'm not here to keep numbers. I'm here to speak God's word. I allow the Holy Spirit to do whatever he wants to do in my life, and in the life of people. He's called me to be an ambassador. He's called you to be an ambassador. He's called you to be a real Christian, to stand for righteousness and truth. And when you share your faith with people, if you're not living your faith according to the principles of God's word, and being obedient to God's word, then how can people in your own family and friends, how can they really believe your testimony? If there's no change. They can't. They'll call you a hypocrite. And yet in the book of Matthew chapter 544 in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus goes on to say this, But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those that curse you, and do good to those that hate you, and pray for those who spitefully are using you and persecuting you. Give unto him who's asking you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, don't turn away. So he gives us the principle of real Christianity. Real Christianity. Being honorable, being forgiving, being giving to people. And that's real important. So the question comes up, are you truly a disciple of Jesus Christ? Well, listen to Matthew 16, 24 again. He says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man or a woman to gain the whole world and at the same time lose their own souls? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? What will you exchange for your soul? Popularity? This world? And the things of the world? Or are you truly going to stand as a soldier of Jesus Christ? fully, completely. Are you willing to bear His cross? Now remember, in chapter 16 of Matthew, He just finished talking to them in Caesarea Philippi, where they came, and they saw this massive stone, and Jesus asked them the question, Who do men say that I am? And every one of them began to say, well, some say you're John the Baptist, some say you're Jeremiah, some say you're one of the prophets. And then he said this, but who do you say that I am? I don't care what everybody else thinks individually, who do you think I am? Who do you say that I am? And Peter stepped up and said, you are the son of the living God. And he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, Peter. You've had a supernatural revelation. You can't confess unless you've been born again of the Holy Spirit. You can't. You can't really stand. You can't really make a real stand for Jesus Christ unless you bear your cross and really believe what you have done for Jesus Christ. In the Gospel of Luke chapter 9, 23, he says, Then he said unto them, Jesus, all of them, if anyone desires to come after me again, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. He has the word daily in Luke. Every single day, you've got to die to yourself, and you've got to pick up your cross and follow Jesus Christ. Three times in this message, Jesus is stating a person could not be his disciple, because there are certain requirements that have to be met. Again, In Luke 14, 26, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, yes, and even his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And then again, And whoever does not bear his cross and comes after me cannot be my disciple. How many times does he have to repeat it? You cannot be my disciple. Now you have to make that choice. You have to examine your own life before God. Are you really, truly a disciple of Jesus Christ or are you a phony person? Are you just religious? Have you truly been born again of the Holy Spirit? Is the Holy Spirit of God really ministering to you? Why? Because when you're really, truly born again of the Holy Spirit, you can get away with sin. The Holy Spirit convicts of sin. And you have to make a choice either to repent or follow up in sin and then pay the consequences. That's the bottom line. That's according to the Word of God.
1: This is Somebody lives your Radio with Raul Reese. If you'd like to email Raul personally with your prayer requests and Bible questions, his address is Rawl at somebodylovesyou.com. To enrich your faith walk, you can visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165. Here's Rawl once again with the conclusion of our study, The Cost of Discipleship.
0: Now let me give you 10 things that I learned concerning what makes me a disciple of Jesus Christ. And you can take this for yourself. Number one, a disciple is a person that takes up his own cross. You take up your own cross, nobody carries it for you. You carry your own cross. And the cross is the instrument of death. You die to yourself, you die to your appetites. That's where you come into the control of the Holy Spirit and you're saying, Jesus, I'm a disciple of yours and Lord, I'm carrying my cross. Help me over my temptations and all the desires that I have within me. And as you come to Jesus Christ and you pour yourself into him, he will pour himself into you and he will blow you away. And we already read the scripture. In Luke chapter 9, 23, he says, Then he said to them, And if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. That's important. And then he said again, Whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. And check this out. For what profit is it to any person if you gain the whole world and yet lose your soul eternally? And people do. The only chance that people have is right now in the temporal. Once you die, you're gone. Heaven or hell. You make your choice. And nobody can pray you out and nobody can bring you back here. You're done for eternity. Wherever you end up. That's why it's important to know who you believe in. And to know and become a disciple of Jesus Christ secondly to become a disciple of jesus christ we told you already it's going to cost you it's going to cost you your life it's going to cost you with your appetite it's going to cost you with all of your lust everything that is in you has to be submitted and brought to the cross of jesus christ in full submission in order to be a disciple of jesus christ that's what god wants because in Luke 14:28 he says for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost whether he has enough to finish it lest after he has laid the foundation is not able to finish it and all who see it will begin to make fun of you think about that People that you're witnessing to. Oh man, Jesus is so good. He's so great. He's so awesome. And man, he's really changed my life. And then they see the way your life is. And what do they say? That person is lying. Or imagine the person that is going to build a house. And then he has not enough money to finish the house. Everybody will make fun of you. Because you didn't count the cost. Before you come to Jesus Christ, count the cost. Make sure you do. Because if not... You're going to be mocked by your friends and loved ones. When they don't see you become a real Christian. And who gets put down? Not you. The Lord gets put down. Jesus. But Jesus gives us the power to overcome the world. He gives us the power to be born again of the Holy Spirit. It's men that fails. Not Jesus. Men that fails. Because we're made of flesh. And our desires are fleshly. And we don't know how to. Died to them. And how to crucify them. And yet the Bible tells us exactly how to do it. Read Romans chapter 5, 6, 7, and 8. you got a perfect example there. How to reckon the old man to be dead. And then thirdly, disciples constantly abide in Christ Jesus. I love that word abide. Notice in John 15 verse 6 through 8 says this. If anyone does not abide in me, He's cast out as a branch that is withered, and they gather them together, and they throw them into the fire, and they are burned. He's talking at the beginning of the chapter about the vine and the branches. If you have a tree, and it doesn't bring forth fruit, and some of the part of the tree is green, but other parts of the tree are turning brown and drying up. What does the gardener do when he comes in, he looks at the green, he trims it, but the ones that are dry, he cuts it off. There's no more life to those branches. They're only good to be thrown in the trash or in the fire. That's what he's talking about. Check this out. Verse 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and if you do, you will be my disciple. A true disciple of Jesus Christ is not fruitless, he's fruitful. He's fruitful by the power and the work of the Holy Spirit in my life. And then fourthly, a disciple walks as Jesus walked. We imitate him. We want to be like him. In the Gospel of John, First John chapter three, verse three, he says, "And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure." Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, which means willful sinning, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he, Jesus, was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in Jesus Christ does not make a practice of sin anymore. Notice what he says in the Greek here. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor knows him. So, if people see you in sin, they'll tell you you don't know your God. Because you can't bring your flesh into the control of the Holy Spirit or you're not bringing it to the cross. You need to understand what a real believer is, what a real disciple is. And then, fifthly, a real disciple of Jesus Christ is constantly bearing fruit, he's fruitful. Notice in John 15, 8 again, he says, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, then you truly are my disciples. And then 6, a disciple is always trying to be obedient. Obedient to God's word. He says in John 14, 15, If you really truly love me, then keep my commandments. Keep my commandments. Is that the Ten Commandments? No. Two commandments. To love God and to love your neighbor as yourself. Two commandments given to us. And then seven, a disciple loves at all times. We have agape love. And I mean, that's hard for me because a lot of times I don't love people the way I should. Think of this, what he says here in John 13, 34, 35. A new commandment I give to you. That you love one another is I have loved you. That you also love one another. By this, everybody is going to know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Wow. That's so easy for people to see if you're loving or not. And if not, they go, that's not a disciple of Jesus Christ. But if you have love and you're forgiving... Then they're going to say, you know what? There's something different about that person. And what is it? Jesus Christ. And then eighth, he says, a disciple continues in God's word. I love that. The word of God is what's going to nourish you, is what's going to keep you, and what's going to make you grow and develop as a child of God. And you know, there's people that don't read the Bible. I wonder how many in here have never read from Genesis to Revelation. I just finished from Genesis to Revelation in the New King James. And now I'm reading the New Living Bible from Genesis to Revelation. I try to read every translation. And the reason for that is the way they write to get the pictures, to get what? To get the actual meaning of the Word of God. And to have the full order, to have the full counsel of God, it starts from Genesis to Revelation. And many people in the church today, they haven't even read the New Testament, unless also the Old Testament. And yet, if you're going to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, you get to know what? You need to know God's Word, and you need to know Him through His Word. Through His Word, you'll get to know Him. He says in John 8 31, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you see, if you're abiding in my word, if you're staying with my word, you then are truly my disciples. And then ninth, a disciple, get this one, a disciple forsakes all that he has for Jesus. All that he has. Seek ye First, the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Matthew six thirty three. And then again, Luke fourteen thirty three. Remember, He said, "So likewise, whoever does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple." Cannot be my disciple. I want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. I don't want to be cast out. I don't want to be rejected. When I die, I want things to be clear. That when I die and my spirit departs from my body, immediately I'm in the presence of the Lord. And yet I think of so many people, the moment they take their last breath, I've seen them and their body stays and the spirit departs and immediately they're carried by angels either to heaven or they go to hell. And imagine waking up in hell and knowing they are there for eternity. You can't get out forever and not only there then from there you go to the lake of fire with every foul person forever and ever and ever where there's gnashing of teeth and darkness forever and ever and ever that's what the Bible teaches but you know how to do it I love the 10th one a disciple believes in humility humility to really humble yourself in the presence of God and to humble yourself in the presence of people too. Meekness. Meekness in the presence of God. In Matthew chapter 10, 24, he says, A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher, and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Balzab, which means the Lord of the flies or Satan, how much more will they call those of his household? If we are truly servants of Jesus Christ, doulois, and we're humble, think of all the abuses people are gonna come against us because they see our meekness. Because we're copying who? Jesus Christ. He's the master. And we're the servants. We are taught by Him. And we live for Him. That's the key to the Christian life. Are you really a disciple of Jesus Christ? Are you willing to follow Him? Obey Him? Die for Him? Cool. But if you're not a believer here today, you can't partake of communion unless you want to repent, you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or... You can stay the same, don't partake communion, and then you can leave here the same way you came, without God, without hope, on your way to hell, and eventually you'll get there. Or this morning you can submit and repent of your sins and become one with Jesus Christ.
1: As you consider your priorities for the year ahead, we encourage you to look for new ways to walk in Jesus' footsteps as His devoted, obedient disciple. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Roll Reese. If you'd like to hear today's message in its complete form, call 800-634-9165 and we'll send it to you for a donation of $5 or more. Just mention today's title, The Cost of Discipleship. We'd also like to offer you the entire 12-lesson series we're currently airing. For your convenience, Roll's Discipleship Study is available on both CD and an MP3 thumb drive. As you contemplate Jesus' instructions for those who want to follow Him in heavenly-minded sacrifice, you'll discover the many rewards of a life well-lived for the Lord. Contact us to order all's 12-message discipleship series. Visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165 and we'll send your CD collection for a gift of $23 or the USB drive for $18. Our number once again is 800-634-9165. To order this resource by writing us, our mailing address is Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. This is a listener-supported ministry. Your tax-deductible gifts help us keep sharing inspiration and practical instruction from God's Word. And we're thankful for your partnership. Tune in next time as we continue this discipleship series with a challenge from Christ Himself to take up your cross in order to truly live. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.